Hey everyone. Um, so I was thinking about the notion. Uh, by the way, I hope everybody's well. Um, I suppose these podcasts are really about my experience, and and um, I'm trying to sort of convey, and hopefully I can, um, the experience of doing the medicine and the dissolution uh, that's that happens in different stages. Um, Perhaps one of the best metaphors is really, you know, just a quick watch a quick video of a caterpillar to a butterfly. I mean, if you do the revved up version, like the two second version, or you do the slower version, you can see the difficulty of that transformation, right? But also the natural quality of it. It's like it's just nature, like this sluggy thing that suddenly has got to take off its skin. And, and I watch those videos over and over because... Um, I'm reminded that I'm nature. I'm reminded that I don't really have any control. (laughs) That really, you know, if an asteroid comes tomorrow, I'm not stopping it. Like, there have been four extinctions before us, right? God knows how many more. And I'm just a little piece of sand in this huge, vast infinity, infinite ocean, uh, sorry, uh, beach of sand. And I got to say, one of the most, the best bits of this, and it's not easy, no, is, is that knowing that, like, whatever is going on is meant to be, right? It's just nature. And how that works is a mystery to me, and a mystery to most of us, other than those who know it all and, you know, whatever. No one knows it all. And, you know, science is tomorrow's funeral. So when you, I mean, it's, listen, it's, it's not easy to give yourself up, right? It's like this slow melt. It's like, right? again, it's like watching grass grow. You don't even, I mean, you notice it when you're in ceremony because you're like, what the fuck? at the beginning especially when you're in really massive resistance you're in massive resistance your whole body is like I'm a f- material thing what are you talking about you know you're holding on to your structure right but if the structure is held together by horror or by trauma or by shit you haven't you've, you've like th- as I call it in law triage you've chucked under the bed or in a closet or into the dark then that structure is all wrong. That structure is like a bastardization of, of you. It's someone's taken your energy and has used it for their ends. That's really what's going on. Someone has robbed your potential energy. It's like, you know, you're a battery and somebody's stolen that wattage to use and to accommodate them and by so doing has basically thrown you out of your kingdom I mean I truly see it as an eviction it's a theft I mean it was shown to me in a a ceremony very clearly it was like thousands of these Indians who are spirit guides who are the plants really were just like come on Maria come with us and I'm like I couldn't fucking move I was magnetically connected to this darkness like 
I had been trapped. It's like being in a, in a spider's web. You're trapped. The predator has trapped you, right? If you just, again, look at nature, look at a cobweb, look at the spider grabbing the fly. I mean, in that case, it consumes it. In my case, it wiped me out with terror so I could be used as fodder for its ends, right? That's essentially what it is. If you're traumatized, you are stolen because you can't live the trajectory of your life that's in your DNA. I, one of the great things about being in this medicine is the universe gives you all this information. It's insane. And um, we do all have a trajectory. A rose is supposed to become a rose, not an elephant, right? And so each one of us, each one of us, which is this incredible piece of divinity, as is a rose, as is a black hole, as is a, you know, seahorse, it has its, its outcome. A seahorse is not going to be an antelope. Why? Because it, it's not built for that. So when there's trauma or there's paralysis or there's theft or there's, you know, this thing that terrifies you to become you, then you are being used for someone else's ends. It's not yours. It's not your trajectory. Somebody has diverted you off the main road. Right? I remember a cousin I had whose father was this raging, crazy person. Would like get him out of bed at like three in the morning and throw him in a cold shower for no reason. Right? That's terror. You're not supposed to be in a home with the predator. You're supposed to be in the home with the guardian, with the gardener, with the one that cultivates the orchid, with the one that loves you into existence. Not with a gnashing, you know, monster that you're terrified, that you have to bond with. It's all truly fucked. So, in those because those bonds are terrifying, you have to be very real, right? You are, this is one of the interesting things is that I am more material. I am more as an object when I'm in attachment or bonding in trauma. Why? Because of that energetic bond is so, it keeps you paralyzed and therefore very real, which means not fluid, right? You can't transform if you're held in place, if you're locked in a vault. Again, whatever that trauma is. Mine was particularly awful, but it could be anything. Somebody smacked you, rejected you, whatever the injury, the refusal. All of this is the refusal of you, the refusal of your innate life force. That's where the injury is. It is not what happened, although that's barbaric and horrific enough on a little innocent child. The injury is that your life force, that this event, that this beating, this sexual abuse, this 
defam you know defamation of you this rejection of you has refused your blossoming it's refused your innate trajectory someone has not let you into the party they've taken you and used you for their own ends and again it can be anything that doesn't permit the expression the unique beautiful divine expression of you and by the way that's not all that expression isn't always just like oh lovely everything's fine let's just drink cups of tea and have a lovely afternoon it could be rage it's a whole panoply of the emotions that you've been given right i mean just watch some amazing opera you know like what's his name varg i mean it's like sorrowful and deep yeah it's still an expression of life nature is not a cum- sit around a fireplace singing fucking kumbaya songs it is fierce and huge and it can come in many forms but it is not some little wimp it is not some like washed out diluted you know everything's okay place there are raging forces in nature right so something comes in and refuses the expression of you that means that you are more material because you are scared you're holding on you won't flow you won't break up you have to hold on to that version of yourself and so that's the problem because life is always demanding a transformation and evolution like an iceberg you break up you become something else and you evolve so in the medicine because you've been unable because of your trauma right to have any access to you because the predator usually wipes you out so they can use your energy right the medicine first has to deal with the hostage taker with your captor and in some of these ceremonies i was sitting there watching i mean i wasn't even present like this whole raging captor had taken me over completely it was an entity or entities right so i sat in a ceremony once where there were thousands of black snakes just coming out of me i was just watching i was like the observer and the medicine blew up into this herculean kind of you know soldier that you'd get sort of in like a colosseum with this huge knife of light a sword of light the same thing i was when i went past another wall another barrier another resistance i was in this darkness this huge white horse with this again another huge herculean warrior was taking dragging me out of this darkness i was owned and trapped there right trauma traps you in the energetic shit show of someone else's unfinished shit again 
very much like the movies, show up as this person and then boom, when that human, that, that being is seen, behind it is the alien or whatever. In this case, it was dark forces. It was hell. Right? So I wasn't even present. So I had so much ravaged my system with terror that I was just, it just owned every aspect of it. And it owned me by fear. It's almost like fear demons had come in and they were just like all, I was riddled with them. That's the black snakes, just terror. These energies of terror. So the medicine spent most of the time just, just battling with these forces. And to do that, I have to sit and sit and sit and allow the medicine. It was in my organs, it was in my ovaries, it was in my heart. It's on my back. You know, you just think about nature, a swarm of these beetles coming to this little insect. It's just a swarm of darkness. Same thing, it's all nature. And again, watch a little cat, you know, caterpillar becoming a butterfly. The discomfort, the sliminess of it, the like, ugh, ugh, right? The medicine releases you by dissolving, by GPSing, by you becoming the X-ray in which the medicine can see the takeover. It's a takeover. You know, it's like you're just sitting at home having tea and then suddenly the whole fucking mercenary army, you know, from some godforsaken shit show hellhole shows up and they're like get the fuck out of here you know huh get the fuck out of here they're done especially if you're a child and in order to survive if you survive your trauma whatever it is you have to black it out it's a blackout there is no way I could have been present for any of that die if I'd seen it then but again nature has its schedule at some point in your life it will become unbearable I mean I don't you don't know when it's going to be unbearable how much can you truly be riddled with the trauma perhaps you're taking drugs now you're drinking whatever it is you're doing it's you're trying to deal with being riddled with a, 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 it's like a foreign invasion. But you can't fight it. You can't fight it in a shrink's office. You can't fight it taking pills. These forces are so powerful and they have energy in them. That's why, you know, it's like, okay, I'm doing this fucking medicine. I don't know what's going to happen, but I have to do this because I don't know. It's like being riddled with something that you don't know you know there's this anxiety you can't see any of it it's all hidden in ether right i say it's like being in a it's like being a rat in a lab the medicine goes through the layers and layers and layers and layers and layers 
It's like being riddled with like a million thorns. You can't see them. Couldn't see them. Because no, if you've built yourself in childhood, if you have, obviously, if you've built yourself in trauma as a child and you're cooked in with that trauma, you're not turning around to the flower and the water and saying, fuck you. You're not turning around to your parents to go, fuck yourself. It's too terrifying. It's too terrifying. Especially, in my case, I had to save them. Right, that's, this is the, the, the burden and the terror and the blinding and the trickery. It was like, you know, if you don't save us, we die, basically. So there are all these terrifying sort of beliefs, tricks that happen in the dark, that happen in early childhood, that happen when you are powerless, when you are barely here, you're barely conscious. You only need to look at nature to really see it all. Whether it's a spider trapping the fly, an attack of a bunch of insects on an innocent little ant, it just it's all the same shit, right? How it works with humans is we survive by covering it up, by putting it into the psyche, by refusing it. And we live in terror. I mean, you know, just put on a TV. Just, you're just being like blasted like this, like vomit of terror. Oh, oh, this, that. I mean, I feed off it, right? It's what I fed off. And that's what keeps you in place. Other apes are definitely onto it. I mean, for God's sake, they've been onto it since we were literally apes. <laughs> I remember, you know, the story of, when the religions would go around to the house and go, oh, right then, so when you die, it's like looking at theatre tickets, you know, you can get a play. Well, how close do you want to be to God? You know, first circle, that's more expensive. Fatten up. Fatten up the banks in Italy, darling, all day, every day. Story, terror, belief, aloneness. I think I went through all of the ministers and ceremonies, like... The void, the terror, the fear. And that's when you, what you feel when you're disconnected from the everything, right? That's when they've got you. You're vulnerable, powerless, a child. It's over. Game, game over. You're disconnected from the whole and now you're layers and layers and layers of defense mechanisms and egos and stories and versions and it's really it's like walking around like 10,000 bits of metal on you just like carrying all this like I think about a knight you know those medieval knights had all that heavy steel on them and just like walking was like you know, pulling around a fucking nuclear sub. There was so much fucking steel on them. That is very in, in, a very inefficient way to live. The universe is energy. It's fluidity. It's fluid. It 
but that's all you'll know. You're just walking around like this knight that's lost, you know, with all this armor and it's really heavy and you can't even fucking get on a horse because you're so, you know, ground to the ground, right? You're so anchored in the ground and you think all of this is real and you can't take it off and if you do, you'll die and just like there's 10 million things that are going to hurt you and you it's just like, ugh. When she takes it off, you start swimming, yeah? You just flow. Now listen, is it terrifying? Yeah. You feel very exposed. Quick, get me back my armor. I could get hurt here. You couldn't. You were hurt. You were damaged when you were carrying the armor. When you had no relationship with yourself when you'd armoured up your heart, when your heart was broken. Yeah. That was a true burial ground. The trauma puts you into a burial ground, into this huge toxic waste dump. And you've got to make that work. Let's put those pretty curtains over here. It's still hell. If it sucks, it doesn't matter what fucking palace it looks like. It's still hell. You can decorate it as nicely as you like. It doesn't take away from the stench. So, The medicine makes you more fluid, lighter, open, you're very vulnerable, exposed. But you don't have to fear that now, right? There's nothing to hide from. You know it all. It's been, I say it's like draining the Loch Ness Monster. The monster's been outed. There it is, little by little, coming up out of that as the water drains. There it is. It and all its demonic friends, right? It will try to continue to, you know, to frighten you, but it can't, you know. At the beginning, it's very intense, right? It's like heavy, like when all this stuff is coming out, you're heavy. And they get lighter as these energies come out, as the information is being given. You're being dissolved. It's like... You have to give it all up. You're giving it all up. You're giving up who you built. You're giving up the story, the tr- everything, right? Tense. But then energetically, there's a shifting. You can't even see it that's going on, right? Relationships are changing. You don't even know why it's happening. Things are happening in your life. You're not that important. because you're part of this bigger thing, which is doing its own thing. Right? It's like the mush, right? It's like it's gonna keep doing, the universe is a huge energetic thing. I don't know what the fuck it is, it's a mystery, but it's doing its thing with or without you. You wanna, <laughs> you wanna play or no? Doesn't matter. So, 
you don't have to take that you don't have to worry so much anymore right because you've seen the monster you've collapsed the person you've built you've dissolved and dissolved and dissolved you're lighter now you're you're more connected to everything right because you have more awareness of everything you have more emotional acuity you're you've got this brand new engine of, of emotions so everything you know respond you respond to everything very brightly and clearly like a, a fabulous you know musical note it's very vibrant you know these, these emotions tell us what's right what's wrong what we feel what we don't feel you're dissolving I mean, to get into these other realms, you have to dissolve. So therefore, you're lighter, you're at a higher vibrational frequency, whatever that, felt, whatever that means, I don't, you know, it just means that you're more aware. I mean, that's really it, right? Because you're cleaner. You know, if you're covered in gunk, you can't see anything. It makes sense. Again, there's nothing woo-woo about this stuff. It's just nature. But we're so disconnected from nature that when we actually come to live in it and to be, you know, healed in it, it's such a foreign agent. Not because it's not who we are, it's because we've completely lost our connection to it. Now listen, you all come and go. Millions have become before us. Millions will come after us. Who gives a shit? Your little life, who gives a fuck? Yeah. But my little life or your little life matters to you. Matters. And it's like, you know, when one little tiny, you know, little dot of light goes on, that's lovely, right? You're like, oh, you're home. Everybody's worried about death. Well, yeah, it's not a great... Who wants to die? I don't want to die, right? But you hold back the dam. You can't live. I can't worry about death all the fucking time. just is. I mean, and that's the great thing about the medicine. You kind of die over and over in these, in these ceremonies. So it's like, okay. All right. And at the same time, you're returned to this whole churning thing. That's, you know, if you think about it, things are dying, things are being born, people are fucking, people are dancing, people are working. There's this whole cordon of just activity. It's like a bee's hive of activity all day, every day. But when you're trapped in the dark, it's a bigger sensation of the material. Because you're trapped. And death is terrifying because you're trapped. Because you've been evicted, because you're alone, because this isn't life. A life without love is not life, right? To you, this will seem like a huge transformation. It will be difficult and challenging because 
I'm disconnected. I've been so removed from nature and from love and from all the things that just a natural outpouring of being in nature that when you're dissolving, because you've never known it, it's a, it's a big thing, it's a death, but you're being returned. You're being returned. To this churning thing. It's like, oh, I'm just another cog in the wheel. That's fine. That's great. Fuck. You still have to make a salary, whatever. You still have to make a whatever. You still have to eat shit, sleep, make a buck, whatever. You don't like end up in some delirious la la land where we're all on like little clouds. Life goes on, but like now it's like, okay, all right, I'm ready. I'm, I'm like prepared for this. I've been given the engine back to be in the truth in this thing. I'm not cowering in some dark place with some dungeon keeper. Yeah, I can do this because I'm here, I'm back, right? I'm alive. I've got all my pipes back on. I feel emotion, I can know what's going on. You know, I'm kind of feeling out what it's like to be the person who isn't in hiding, right? to trust that, to root there. Life still goes on. Was that when I was in the middle of this horrific divorce, it was awful. It was just, you know, hell. Um, I thought the world had stopped. Well, the world had stopped for me, but the world just kept going, right? You're just a little grain of sand on a vast, infinite beach. A tiny piece of this magnificent divinity doing its thing. But you don't get a chance to live out that trajectory if you're caught in trauma. It's like being in a Houdini jacket. It's like being in slime and shit and grill. It's awful. You have, there's no, it's like living with a broken compass. You're in the dark. Now, why you're there? Again, you might have done something in another life. Who knows? Doesn't matter. And if it does, you'll find out about it in a ceremony. Medicine doesn't hold back. <laughs> Believe you me, she does not hold back. And perhaps it happened for a reason. Who knows, you know. The thing is that when you finally return or get reconnected to this divine whole you know this one thing this place this where this thing is emanating where all of shit's emanating from you're connected that there's there's the reconnection is oh there's something bigger than, than me i don't have to take all this whole fucking world on i don't have to you know right it's bigger i'm just gonna like the avalanche, like the water slide. I'm going to go down that water slide. I can't I'm not go against it. 
It's going to do what it's going to do. I didn't win the two billion dollar whatever jackpot. I, you know, that wasn't it. Wasn't supposed to be right. Somebody did. Good for them. It was meant for them. And I, I, I think one of the most wonderful things about this is if things don't work out, it's not a big deal. It wasn't meant to be. I mean, I fully know that having connected to this medicine. Never argue with the universe because you will lose. What's the point of like stamping and stomping and having a, a nervous breakdown when something doesn't show up as it's meant to show up for you, as you think it's meant to show up? It's the same as going into ceremony and you make your list and you go, oh, yes, well, I'd like to know about this and that and I need to know this. And then the, the, the universe just like rips up your piece of paper and go, th- throws it out and just goes, okay, now let's deal with what really needs to be dealt with here, right? <laughs> you have to give up complete control, complete control. Very difficult, very difficult if you're walking around on stilts trying to see what's on the next horizon. She will cut those stilts in half and have you writhing on the floor. That's what happens when there's trauma. There's a lot of need for control. You have to say, oh my God, this, if I can control one tiny thing in hell, right? But it becomes this adamant thing. I think one of the greatest lessons is humility. I mean, I was like, just basically <laughs> completely ripped up, like dismantled like you know to see the worst parts of my own being and psyche and the shit it's like oh my god oh but I thought I was blue blood (laughs) fuck you you're just like this writhing maggot (laughs) I know I laugh but it's wonderful because it's like who gives a fuck there's so much oh my god I've got to show up as this and it's just marvelous. I just don't give a fuck. Just don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. I think of that great, oh, I can't remember her name. Ah, oh, a wonderful theater teacher. Just do the work. It's not about the outcome. It's just do the work. You won't know the outcome. You will not have a clue about the outcome. I started this seven years ago. Are you serious? I just thought, oh, I'll go down there once, you know. I'll take care of this thing. And No, no, just fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of giving up. It's a lot of like, okay. Like a boat creaking in the middle of the ocean, just one bit falls off, then, then the other bit falls off. And it's like oceans and then there's like you know storms and then shit it's like things are just flying off and there's a very calm day and then back and then it's it's just you are being returned to the hole you know and you're losing pieces of your life you're losing relationships you're lo- it's just like you know boom like let, let's just unplug that over here unplug that over there and also i think one of the the things about this is that you you know, when you trans, when you change, and again, it's very slow, and it's just like, uh, you don't even notice it again. It's like these little pieces of you are just 
being rewired. And if you've been cooked in a family where, you know, <clears throat> other people are holding on to their stories, well, that's really problematic because they might not want to give up their story about the situation and you have, you know, you're suffering and whatever and whatever happened to you. So they might not accept your new truth because, you know, we all, we all play roles in families. We play these specific, it's like a little, you know, a little collage, a little tableau of these characters and we all show up with our little versions of who we are and if someone decides that they don't want to be that that means the whole Jenga piece falls right you've built this Jenga thing and somebody takes out their piece and the whole thing collapses people don't want their story to be collapsed no matter how no matter how bad yours is because it affects theirs right Oh, no, no, I can't be around that. I remember I was in a, yeah, down in the jungle once, and there was a woman who was very nice to me and then suddenly found out that I, my issues had been sexual abuse, and she suddenly said, oh, I don't want to be around that. No, no, I can't talk to anybody that's had that happen to them. That's, I'm too busy keeping my identity, right? She was so busy being this person. And it was like I was you know, radiation was coming off me. <laughs> and then she went into a ceremony and found out all this devastating shit about her own family. So, so, yeah, give it up. It's okay. So I thought I was born in a palace, but I was actually born in a sewer. Okay. Bring it on. You can get out of the sewer... You can't get out of the palace walls. There is no destination. This is constant transformation, this cauldron. Nothing will stop death, the transformation. No matter how many lip fillers and Botox, it's just it's going to go. You're going to get to the transformation sooner or later. It's just all constant movement of energy, which is why in trauma, if energy is shut down, bastardized, right? Bastardized, refused, there's, there's, there's going to be a putrefaction. You, you can't stop the movement of energy or divert it. It needs to be used, right? It needs to transform. I saw a great show last night, Encantado. It's fantastic. This Brazilian woman, there's just naked people in these silk scarves. And, but you, she showed you the whole cycle of life of like community and single, you know, being as one and then as a community and this transformation of all these people. It was, it was fucking insane. And it was all intuition. It was fantastic. And why it was, it was like an ayahuasca ceremony. It was literally transformation of the universe as it's going along. One of the things that when you go down to the jungle is the crazy at night, like the whole, you, because, you know, you're, you're not the main, you know, species down there, the, the plants and the birds and the animals. And it's like a cacophony of this stuff that's just, it's like a whole universe going on. We're the same. 
It's just happening in a different way, but it's the same thing, right? The universe demands transformation. So, you know, trauma holds it back. Trauma doesn't allow for the flow, doesn't allow for the fluidity of it. And again, you won't, it's not, it's happening without you. It's not like, oh, yes, today I saw this happen. No, this is just happening. You're just more aware of it when you're, you know, you become more and more transparent, right? When all the, the layers are removed. You're closer to the source. I mean, I still don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I will never know. I could die. I could just, whatever. You could, But now you're connected back. So you know that you're part of this sort of bigger realm. And the universe is, you know, you're closer to it. So therefore you're going to follow it, you know, the trajectory. You're going to, you're going to be in that trajectory. It's going to become normal. I think... You have to get used to being, what's interesting is after you get, you know, really cleansed and cleansed and cleansed, it's like you, you find your legs again of, of living in this different state, which is not the state that is fueled by terror. It literally is like going into another dimension. You're not, you don't wake up fueled by terror, which I did all the time. I mean, I wouldn't admit to it. I would say it's a low level of, low level anxiety, but it was full-on fucking terror, really, that I was, like, holding back, right? Again, connected to something I didn't know. So, having been used to, like, waking up and just going, now it's like, you know, you've got to be used to, like, okay, you are safe, right? There's a safety. You're on solid ground, you're not in confusion, not in some kind of maze where you don't know where you're going. I mean, you still don't know where you're going, but you feel safe. You feel embraced. Not by another ape, right? But by the experience of being connected to source, even if it's very diluted and very distant. It's somewhere around your, the realm of your energetic field. You know that things happen for a reason. You trust it. You're connected back to nature. This thing is, oh, so much bigger than all of us. It's huge. Just a tiny flea on its ass, right? It's like, are you serious? There's no devastation if this didn't work out. I don't fucking know, right? What I do know is that I don't have to pretend. That's what'll happen. You won't have to make up 
negotiate your life. There's a trust. You're being reconnected. You're being sewn back into the big old tapestry of this blanket, right? And that's what you see in the Shipibo's artwork is thousands of these threads, right? Of reconnection. Back. It's a brand new place it's it's like you're you have to learn there's no learning it's just like oh I have to accommodate now I'm gonna just accept this right I can live in a landscape where there isn't I'm not surrounded by pure terror you can hear again like the noise there's no noise you're back And you can keep going. I think there's more and more information every time you do the medicine. But again, the trust is earned. The commitment has to be absolute, right? And love and respect and above all, enormous humility, just devastatingly pounding. I mean, literally, I was pounded into a pulp, right? Like, she just completely ransacked and just completely beat all of the shit that I was carrying into a pulp. So I could have the space to hear, to connect, to listen. Where it ends, who knows? We never know. I don't know. But it doesn't really matter. Because once you realize you're a tiny grain of sand on an infinite beach, it's like, hey, (laughs) it tides up, surfs up. Right? There is no everlasting experience. There is no forever champagne on the balcony. Right? Forever magnificent body of a 20-year-old. There is constant transformation. And even if you lived for a thousand years, you want to keep having the same... I mean, you know, once you've had a lot of these experiences, you don't live in this eternal, like... That'd be so boring, right, too, right? You're in these constant states of transformation. They're all nature. So enjoy them. Even in the darkest hell. Know that you will surface. But you've got to want to surface. Bye.